0: no i played sports and i I didn't get the ladies so like
1: don't don't lie that's because you were a swimmer austin okay cool thanks for joining me guys welcome welcome to the first episode of bro talk i think is what we're calling this um super excited about this thank you everybody for uh giving me your time to go through this conversation and uh this series hopefully is gonna help out a lot of young men And give them some good practical wisdom that they can apply to their life uh, through this process of growing up. And so um, if you're watching this, then you probably already know kind of what the show is about, but just a brief little overview of what we're going to be doing. Um, We four guys are all friends from Arkansas. And our goal with this show is to help uh, young men through the process of growing up through their teenage years. Um, For all of us, those years are vitally important in building your character, your integrity, your identity. Um, Who we are today is based mostly on the experiences we had in our teenage years. And so uh, this first conversation in episode one, we're going to talk about what makes a man, what makes a godly man, um, the attributes of a man, the characteristics of a man. And um, also know that none of us are experts. We're all still really young. We're, We're all, you know, barely 20, 21. And we're on this journey of becoming better men every day as well and so we you know by no means know everything but um, I think what makes us also able to do this is that we were just where most of the people watching this are right now we were just in those teenage years and so we know what it's like we've been there we've done that so we can give sound advice to this so I want to start this off with um, this idea I heard this quote And um, I love it so much. I, I, I always think about this when I think about what it is to be a man. It goes like this. Good men create good times. Good times create bad men. Bad men create bad times. And bad times create good men. And if you think about that throughout all of world history, that's a cycle that just kind of repeats itself, right? And the question that I want to present to you guys, and we can talk about this, and then for anybody listening is at any time throughout the world, kind of all those things are happening simultaneously. Good men are creating good times while bad men are also creating bad times. So the question is, which one are you going to be? Are you going to yep. be, when you grow up and this process of growing up, are you going to choose to be the good man that creates good times, not only for the world, but for ultimately for your family, your community, your church, and for yourself, right? Are you going to be creating good times around you or are you gonna be creating bad times by making poor decisions and not being the man that God is calling you to be? So, um, throwing that out on the floor, uh, if anybody wants to jump in with like, uh, for you guys, what does it look like for y'all to be a man that is creating good times for other people?
2: Uh, Yeah, a uh, a good, like there's a difference obviously between being a, a man um, and being a good man, because, well, frankly, to be honest, um, we've heard it said before that even even boys have a penis. So there's a lot of 40-year-old men, you know, just because you have a penis doesn't mean that you're a man. Yeah, um, yeah. And, You know, obviously, like, there's a difference between boyhood and manhood. And um, uh, I think that another word that can go along with the good and the bad men is... Uh, strong and weak men i think those are two things that can be uh that can be put next you know good and bad and they're synonyms um and so it's really a matter of like what's the definition of a good man like you know of a strong man or of a weak man what's the definition of those two and then how can we uh create that both in ourselves and also and the younger guys that are coming up under us. So, yeah.
1: And I think for real quick, just my, my definition of a man or even a good man, that's something that's always kind of evolving and changing, not in its, its fundamental principles of it, but just certain words that I would use, you know, courageous leadership. I'm always thinking of other attributes to add into it. And so there's never, there's, I don't really have like a solid, definition of what makes a good or godly man for me because it always kind of changes here and there um so anyway somebody else wants to go
0: i think one of the things for me um would be responsibility i think when you're when you start to take responsibility for your actions and like not just like not just receiving consequences because like when you're a kid you do something wrong and you get in trouble, that's the consequences. But when you actually take responsibility and like the weight of your actions, you carry that with you from day to day. I think that's kind of when you're starting to become a man. Like when you realize that, when you realize the power of your words, that's just one step closer into being, being a man and just more and more, the more responsibility you take for each of your actions.
3: So basically I think uh, one of the main things that makes a man a good man is integrity. Um, and that's like, what are what are you doing when no one is around and no one's there to to see what you're doing and make sure that you're doing the right thing? Um, so like, what are you doing uh, that no one's making you do? Because I know like, our, our, I don't know exactly 100% our age range. I don't know who exactly is going to be interested in watching this. But um, 12 to 20, 12 to 22 age range. Um, like, a lot of y'all are living with your parents and stuff and going to school. It's like, what are you doing outside of that that no one's making you do like every morning I go and I work out at six o'clock in the morning uh, and no one's making me do that, but I'm doing it so I can be physically strong and capable to protect other people. And so I can have a physical capable body um, to play with my kids one day when I have attract attractive wife, all those things. Um, <laughs>
1: yeah. That's another, that's another attribute of a godly man is an attractive wife. <laughs>
3: Uh, in his eyes, in his eyes,
1: in his eyes, yes.
3: I'm working on my get naked body, as some pastors have said.
1: <laughs> no, but that's a great point you raised, man. And it's a, you know, <clears throat> it's not being fake, right? Like no, like you're saying, nobody's making you do those things. But um, the intention behind those things is important as well, because you know, someone could easily be doing things that no one's making them do for the wrong intentions, right? Like for selfish reasons, for prideful reasons. Um, And there's nothing wrong with bettering yourself, but like, why are you bettering yourself? Right. And like you're saying, you're, you're doing it for your future family. You're doing it because it, it helps you in discipline and all those other areas. So like, why are you making yourself do all these things that no one is making you do? And it's just keeping yourself in check, right? Like checking off that list and, I uh, heard it once, said once, and it's so true, that when you uh, get better at discipline in one area, that will carry over into another area. It's true. And that's yeah. that's very true with the physical side of life. We, we all know when we're working out and we get really into a good routine with working out, that discipline is going to carry over into another area. So it's just yeah. keeping yourself in. One area that
3: I've seen in my life has been, it's going to sound super like weird, but uh, I heard somebody say one time, leave everywhere you go better off than when you got there. So I was like, how can I do that? So I thought I'm going to start picking up a piece of trash every time I see it anywhere I go. So literally anywhere I'll be walking through a parking lot at like I used to work at Brookshire's, I would be walking on my way inside to work and see a piece of litter about 20 feet from the trash can. And I'd be past the trash can. So I would grab it. And then I'd walk it back to the trash can throw it away and get back inside to work. Mm -hmm. Uh, And now I've Literally got to the point to where I cannot make myself walk past a piece of trash. (laughs) How many times I've walked about ten feet past the piece of trash, and I'm like, And I turn around and go pick up the trash, walk into a trash can, and then get on with it. And uh, I, every time I think about it, I'm just like, "God, it! One day, God is going to honor that with something better." So. My hope and prayer in doing all of that is that it carries over and God's like, Hey, here's a massive mansion because you um <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. my my thought towards it.
1: Yeah, it's
2: crazy. yeah, I would say um sorry, go ahead. Sorry. There you go. Um like what Austin said and what Colton said, uh, I think that all follows or falls underneath um the idea of just taking ownership over your life, mm-hmm. um, not playing the blame game, taking what you got and working with it. Um,
3: extreme ownership, Jocko Willink.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, Jocko Willink is, not a, not you say that, Colton, is a, is someone that is uh, that does uh, put that message forward. I think his wording is um, extreme responsibility or something like that. Um, extreme ownership. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Okay um and so but i mean there's truth to that um not playing the blame game um and it it forces you to man up quite literally um and basically saying this is what i got i'm gonna use it and i'm gonna kick life in the butt with it uh and i mean i would say like all of us like none of us are in school um uh austin's uh real estate agent um Reagan, you're doing TikTok media, working with Patriot Academy. I'm, I'm working media as well. And Colton, you've been a roofer. You've been a bagger. You've been, you're a youth leader. You've done all the, I mean, Colton's all over the place and, um, gaining all this experience and stuff. Um, so I would just say that, uh, just taking what you got, not blaming anyone else for your circumstances and just, manning up and, and using the tools that you have to create more for yourself. I think that's a very manly quality and a quality of a good man.
1: Yeah. I think John Quincy Adams said it best. He said, duty is ours. Results are God's. It's just this right. idea that you do your duty, you do your part and you leave the results up to God and he will, he will bless you and he will, um, he will appreciate the hard work that you put in. If you, if, you, know, it's just, the Bible is littered with this concept that you just do your part and you leave the rest up to God. You don't try to play God. You don't try to, you know, uh, create circumstances for yourself that are outside of His will. You hold and the Benham brothers also shout out to them as well. Uh, their book, I think, uh, whatever it takes or something like that. Yeah, um, they talk about this concept of holding your life with an open hand, right? if if you're holding your life like this, God has to pry your fingers open to get access to your life. But if you're holding your life like this, he gets easy access to it and he can do whatever he wants with it. And yep. so it's just, you know, going through life, doing your part, working hard, going where God has called you to and letting him handle the results, letting him handle what happens because he's ultimately in control and we can't take that control from him.
0: On that topic of like, discipline that you were talking about just a minute ago. Um, I remember me and Noah were talking and he said he said, you know when you don't have to do something and you don't want to do something is when you're really when you really see who you are. Because you know there's sometimes you, you have to do something, you don't want to do it, but you don't really have a choice. So it's not it's not a difficult decision to make. Yeah. And then there's sometimes where you want to do something, you don't have to, and that's like a hobby. And so that's fun. But when you don't want to do something and you don't have to we were talking about that. It's just like, that's when you see like what you're actually willing to sacrifice and like how responsible you're willing to be for your own life. So like for me, that's like working out. I don't really enjoy working out. I enjoy not working out actually. Um, but <laughs> I know I should. It's just like when there's something you should do, but you don't want to do it you yeah. don't have to do it. Like no one's going to, no one's going to kick my door in and be like, work out. I mean, Colton's tried and I just ignore him. So <laughs> like, it's it's like you have to figure out when you're when you're gonna be willing to yeah carry the responsibility of your own discipline.
1: Right. Colton, uh, you made a great point earlier about integrity being what you do when nobody else is watching. Um so for a young teenager for a twelve, thirteen, fourteen year old guy who is maybe just starting high school or I don't know what they would be in middle school at like that age or something like that. That's junior um, high
2: junior high
1: yeah so what advice do you guys have for a young guy who is maybe starting to get some privacy in his life his um maybe his parents aren't watching everything he does now and he's starting to you know get into the world of social media a little deeper into areas maybe where he shouldn't go um so don't go overall with you know there being at that stage of life like For you guys how did y'all learn how to have that mindset of nobody is watching me but i have integrity i've got character i've got honor and that's what keeps me in check like how did y'all how did y'all forge that
3: mindset well um whenever i was that age uh i was a very sheltered christian school kid so um I think some other ones of us in this group could probably attest to that. Uh, I think all four of us were, right? Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, So, I, my parents wouldn't let me do a lot of things when I was younger. Whenever I got my first smartphone, um, I had no integrity built up to it because it wasn't something that I had and, and, like, resisted it. You know what I mean? It was like there was no outlet towards it so that cocaine to a toddler yeah basically so i'm in the like straight up getting punched in the face by puberty someone hands me a loaded gun with uh so much internet filth and nastiness on it like that was like one of the first things i did with it you know so um i think if if you have been handed that uh, you need to be very careful and you need to seek advice um, from someone close to you and you need to get accountability with it because with great power comes great responsibility. Responsibility, yeah. Well. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I think, I think you need to be really careful whenever the more responsibility you have, the more accountability you need to have. So like guys who are in leadership positions of churches or big corporations will put in place a bunch of men who Keep them accountable, who um, hold them to a higher standard, and I think that's a really important thing to learn younger in your life as well.
1: Mm-hmm. And that has to go with what you were saying earlier, Austin. Is taking ownership for your life. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're willing to get accountability when you're given access to more parts of the world, then that's taking ownership over yourself. Because for anybody watching this, I don't know how old everybody is, but if you're younger, you know you'll start to realize that. The older you get, the more responsibility you get, and the more oh. burdens come with that. The more pressure in life comes with that, and you're going to need other guys' help. Um, just the older you get, that's just the the reality of it. The life gets harder the older you get, and you're going to need other guys to bear your burdens, be accountability partners with you. Um, I think we're all kind of accountability partners to each other in some way or another, and that that's actually strengthening. You know, yep. that that, that gives you strength over the temptations of the enemy over the the hardships of life when you've got brothers to band together with and go to battle with so that's I mean you just I love what y'all saying it's great points accountability taking ownership when you get more responsibility it's great stuff
2: yeah another another thing on that is uh, a man a man recognizes the significance of his decisions and if you are 13 and up right? I would argue that when you turn 13, you are officially a man. In fact, you know, back in the 1700s, there was 14-year-olds graduating seminary with what would be considered a master's degree now. And so, taking that into consideration, it's important to realize that the decisions you are making, especially for the guys in high school, those decisions are going to set you on a path for the rest of your life. And when you are... In tune, and you recognize the significance of the, decisions, of the decisions you make. It's your job to stay committed to the decisions um, that will move you forward in life, and the decisions that will pull you away from the people and the things that are going to end up being destructive. And so, it's important, despite what the fact that, despite the fact that science says the frontal lobe that isn't fully developed. Yes, that's true, and yes, teen guys especially have an issue with. Not being able to see risk, especially in the future, I'm telling you right now, you have to have foresight with the decisions you make in high school. There's a lot of regrets. Um, even in and you us, can,
1: you yeah. can at that age. You know, it's right. not like you. It's not like you're you know just dumbfounded by everything and and you can't be smart and use your prefrontal cortex. You can at that age.
2: Right, exactly, yeah. and and uh, you know, all four of us have had experienced major regret from decision we made in high school. And it and it set us on a path that has either crippled us um, or has, you know, forced us to have, you know, awful memories or, re- like I said before, regrets. Um, and there's a there's enough you're able to not live that way. If you if you really understand um, mm-hmm. that if you commit to being a man, commit to being a good man, you're able to to have a much easier life than a lot of other guys that were there before you. Um, and so I just think it's super important that you heed our advice. If you are in high school, you know, be a good man, stay committed to the good.
1: Did, did you guys ever have like a moment where you, you made that commitment to yourself? that you know i'm no longer going to be a boy i'm going to be a man and i'm going to start this journey towards manhood do y'all do y'all did y'all ever have like a defining moment you remember or did it just kind of gradually happen over time
2: um i'd say for me it was uh it was sports in high school hmm. because there are a lot of chances you know i could have started a fight or i could have um said something or I even, or, or even because you're playing sports, you know, you're getting the ladies, their decisions that you can make there. There's a lot of room. Well, for well, you were no,
0: no. I played sports and I, I didn't get the ladies. So like, don't,
1: well, don't Austin, lie. You, that's because you were Austin,
2: a swimmer, Austin. Yeah. You swam. Only Michael Phelps is the only swimmer that gets ladies. I swear. <laughs> it was in that moment. I was like, okay, wait, hold up my decisions have will impact this game and they will impact the way my teammates view me and my coaches uh, view me. And so I'd say for me, that was probably when I realized, you know, okay, I, I really got to focus on being a leader for this team. So. I'd say for me,
0: um, my 13th birthday, I remember my dad pulled me aside handed me a little letter and just kind of told me, you know what Noah, Noah's talking about? Like they used to, in old times they used to consider you a man at 13. Like that's as like, you turned 13, They'd been training you to be a man, and then you were a man. I remember my dad told me he's like, "Your your actions carry the weight of of a man's decision from now on. Like whatever you do carries the weight and responsibility of a decision made by a man." He's like, "You're a man from this point on." So I remember sitting there like, literally, nothing's changed. Like I I still don't even have a chest hair, but like I guess I'm a man now. And so like, being told that, but being told that, like it changes the way you see things. Like I remember from then on, like just thinking anytime I was like around my mom or around my brothers or even at school, I was like, there's certain things like I have to, I have to grow up. Like I'm a man, like I have to react and respond like a man. And so like, I just, I think that's when it happened for me. And like, it's, I mean, there's definitely multiple moments that like were like paradigm shifts for me. Like that wasn't like, since I was 13, I've been like, I'm a man and like thought, thought that way, but like, that was, that was definitely like the start of it. And so then like throughout my life, like during swimming coaches that had pulled me aside and been like, like this, like, we want you to carry this responsibility or whatever. And it's like, okay, like the more responsibility that's kind of been pushed on me
1: has kind of helped forge me in, in manhood. Yeah, I kind of had a moment like that too when I was 13. My dad, uh, he did this little, uh, what do you call it, rite of passage kind of thing when I was 13. Sent me on a little scavenger hunt on our property out here and (laughs) I had a little like thing in the woods I had to go find or whatever. And then after I found that, came back and um, it was, what was it? It was a toolbox of a bunch of tools and around each tool was wrapped a note with like a symbolic, message uh of of the tool or something and then along the journey he had my uh, older brother and some uncles placed in various locations and i would stop with them and then they would give me a message and then send me on my way and so it's very it's it was really cool and i'm really glad that he did that and i don't know if if y'all plan on doing something like that with your sons but i highly recommend it i plan on doing something like that and um i'm actually gonna do a uh if here's a book recommendation for anybody listening uh, go read "Play the Man" by Mark Batterson. In that book, he explains what he did. What he did with his sons, he did a year of discipleship. So it was a it was a whole year of a rite of passage from 12 to 13. They read like 12 books of his selection. They trained for a physical feat. Um, they did a spiritual challenge throughout the whole year. And I plan on doing that with my sons. And I think as you're growing up and you're getting older. If you don't have a father that is into that kind of stuff or is doing that, then challenge yourself and get with some of your friends and do something like that. You know, do your research, read good books. And and I'll, I'll link some books down in the description below on this, but just, you gotta be able to do the research as well. You don't expect to be watching or listening to this podcast and then just know everything you need to do to be a man. (laughs) Right? Like I said, we're still learning along this journey as well. So You've got to be willing to go read good books, listen to good podcasts continually. This is a, this is a lifelong journey of learning and growing and getting better.
3: Yeah. first I read to become a man is Wild at Heart. I have it. Yes.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll link that book down below too, Wild, Wild at Heart. Um, what's the guy's name that wrote that one? John Eldridge. John Eldridge, yes. That Eldridge. is a phenomenal book i think
0: i've read that book once a year every year since i was like 11. that's awesome
3: i bought the audio book today this morning and i'm already on chapter like six i've just been listening to it all day that's a good
2: book
1: have you guys read uh have you have you read do hard things yeah that's
2: a good that one, one. Was, that one was written by a bunch of teenagers actually well, it was written by and, two uh, writers, it's pretty good even i mean I mean, I would say even now, like twenty years old, experienced a little bit more life. Um, But that is a great book for for guys in high school and everything. Um, that that goes along with what um, Colton was saying earlier about you know doing things you don't necessarily have to do. Um, So, but hey, what are the uh, so what have we gone through so far? The attributes
1: Um, we
0: talked about responsibility, discipline. Integrity,
1: integrity, character. I would, I would say the the biggest thing we've har- we've harped on, or the two biggest things we've harped on, is um, what do you do when no one else is watching? How do you, yeah, you know, define your character, your integrity in those moments when you're alone and it's just you? And then understanding that the older you get, the more responsibility you get, and so getting accountability and partnering up with other guys in your life that you can help uh, go through life with. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to link those uh, <clears throat> those three books, Do Heart Things, Play the Man and Wild at Heart, down in the subscription or description of this video. Um, you guys have any like final thoughts, wrap-ups of what we've talked about so far?
2: I feel like we could take a lot of the stuff we talked on and make separate episodes for all of it. We could, like, honestly. Honest, yeah. It's, it's a lot to
1: unpack.
0: There's definitely more attributes, though.
2: Um,
1: yeah
0: for late for for later on yeah definitely. Uh, yeah.
2: yeah i i de- yeah i definitely think that um you know in order to uh, you know in order to kind of move mm-hmm. on with this it's important that from the get-go we kind of we do this and say okay this is what this is what we believe a a good man is and then we get into the details later um yeah. and so
1: yeah. And for anybody watching, y'all put in the comments what y'all want us to cover. Any questions you guys have or yeah. topics that we can go do our research on? Wow. Sorry. Um, and for anybody watching this, y'all put in the comments what y'all want us to cover in uh, future episodes. Questions you guys have, uh, things y'all want us to do research on or just give our opinions on. So sure. uh, we would love to hear suggestions for future episodes.
3: Don't ask in the comments why Austin's so ugly, he was just born
0: that way, okay? (laughs) I literally couldn't hear anything you said. I couldn't
1: really understand that either, but I'm sure it was funny. (laughs) I'm (laughs) sure it was funny.
3: (laughs) Why Austin's so ugly, he was just born that way.
1: Oh, don't ask. Okay, yeah. Oh. All right, guys. Well, thank you all for your time and uh, everybody for watching. Thank you all for watching. Um, this is, I'm really excited about doing this series and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, you know, not only for the people watching, but for us as well. Um, I really enjoy talking with you guys and it's, uh, this is a whole nother episode, but iron sharpening iron, you know, getting, getting around good guys and having them sharpen you. So, and I experienced that with you guys and I'm hoping that's what this series can be for, for any young guys watching. So, uh, with that, with that, let's, uh, let's close in prayer um noah if you would close us out this episode in prayer and then we'll uh finish up here
2: uh lord uh thank you for this opportunity uh thank you that you have provided uh for us platforms uh that we can speak truth um, and that we can help other young men uh lord uh you've given us a responsibility as a man uh to be a good one uh to be a good husband a good father a good brother um and a good friend and so lord uh We just pray that this podcast uh, touches the heart of anyone who listens, um, that you would send the right people to us, uh, that you would give us wisdom um, and give us uh, discernment in what to say and what to do throughout future episodes. Uh, We dedicate this podcast to you, and we do it all through your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Amen, amen.
1: All right, guys, remember, good times create I'm sorry, good men create good times, good times create bad men. Bad men create bad times, bad men create good, bad times create good men. Which one, I butchered that, but which one are you gonna be? Are you gonna be the good man or the bad man? All right, so think about that throughout this week and we will see you guys in the next one.